Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Well, this week we're going to talk about no guts, no glory. And well, when you are you are in friendship with the Holy Spirit, when you are being led by the Spirit of God, well, first of all, he's going to lead you into some very powerful encounters with his glory, such as the Shekinah glory or the Kabod glory or other forms of glory, all intended to transform you and change your life forever. Well, he'll also at times lead you into battle. Yes, battle, spiritual warfare, but there's going to be a reward for you on the other side of it. And I liken it to the principle that I see in Revelation chapter two, verse 26. Well, those who overcome, they will get nations. That's what it says. And I'm all about nations. And so when he leads me into this kind of battle, these kinds of battles, I know that there's something about nations that I'm going to be rewarded with on the other side of it. Well, I was on an intercessory assignment from the Lord. I was heading into Bangkok, Thailand. He spoke to me. He said, go to Thailand and pray. And on my way there, I decided to also stop by Perth, Australia and do a prayer conference just before I went into Bangkok. And about three weeks prior to this trip, I started to get some sort of respiratory illness. I, I just got sicker and sicker and I, I wasn't getting better. And I ended up in the emergency room, literally unable to breathe. Well, these doctors, they, they didn't know what it was. And so they gave me a bunch of medication and they just sent me home. And I was in bed for five days straight. Now, people who know me, they know how rare that is. I never stop moving. And so for me to be in bed five days straight before a major overseas trip, that is very serious. And so during that time, I decided I should probably do some research. Uh, I made some assumptions that it was, first of all, spiritual warfare. And second of all, that it was connected to Thailand. It couldn't possibly be connected to Perth. Perth is just too beautiful and, and too too innocent. But I began to do some research and I discovered that there was actually a aboriginal uh, deity that was at work here. And it was known as the waggle. It's a snake-like creature. I would liken it to a python spirit. And it was, in, in their tradition, responsible for the creation and protection of waterways and landforms around present-day Perth and southwest of Western Australia. Well, these tribes, they were later appointed as the guardian of the land by this waggle, this snake-like, python-like creature, and certain tribal elders were visited by this dreamtime being. And all this, although this could seem to be somewhat mythological, elements of the waggle are often represented in Perth architecture and in its design structures. And I learned in my experience that things we dismiss as myths are actually spiritual strongholds in the land that ultimately need our intercession. Well, Biblically, this spirit would be very similar to the territorial demon that possessed the slave girl in Acts 16.16. Let's read it. It happened that as we went to the place of prayer, a slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us by bringing her masters much profit by fortune telling. Well, if you look at look it up in the Greek, uh, the, the spirit of divination in the Greek means 
Python, and other versions of the Bible say that as well. And so this was actually a Python spirit that met Paul and his companions on the way to prayer. And so this spirit is is historically believed to be the guardian spirit for the Oracle of Delphi. So it, it's very much attached to divination, fortune telling, uh, psychic type behavior, tarot card reading, those kind of things. And so we're, we're learning that we're, we're dealing with a python spirit. And think of how a python behaves in the natural, and you'll understand how it manifests in people, even those who believe in Jesus, but are unaware. Well, this spirit does a lot of evil things, but a few characteristics of this kind of attack against you is to squeeze the life out of you suffocate you, constrict you, confine you, to tightly restrict you into maddening frustration. And you want to know what? I have seen this thing manifest in more intercessors and prophetic people, prophetic communities than any other spirit. And I've done a lot of deliverance work with it as a result of what I learned on this trip. Many people with chronic breathing issues, they're not dealing with a physical issue as much as they are dealing with a spiritual issue. And I learned after doing this research that what I was dealing with, that respiratory illness, it wasn't an illness at all. I was being attacked by this snake-like python waggle in Perth on my way in. And so it attacks both prayer and the gift of prophecy, both of which are the antithesis of a python spirit because it breathes the life of God into people and places. And I believe that's why the slave girl interrupted Paul and his companions on their way to prayer. Well, with that said, if you or someone you know is struggling to breathe and has persistent respiratory issues, you know, this is something we need to pray into and we need to stand on some Bible promises. And let me give you four points to help you work through deliverance uh, if this is something that you need right right here and now. Well, the first thing you want to do is you want to repent of and renounce, which, which means to divorce and cast out the spirit of divination, this, this python spirit, and generational divination. Something like this. In the name of Jesus, I repent of any and all involvement with divination, either knowingly or unknowingly in my life or in my family line. I renounce the spirit of divination. I renounce the spirit of python. I command it to leave me now. Jesus, cover me with your blood and Holy Spirit, come and fill every place that divination has had a hold on me. That's the first thing you want to do. And then the second thing, let's pray to restore your breath. Genesis 2, 7, breathe into my nostrils the breath of life. Psalm 80, verse 18, I will never turn my back on you. Breathe life into my lungs so I can shout your name. Psalm 34, 1. I bless God every chance I get. My lungs expand with his praise. Number three, prayers to release prayer and the prophetic. Matthew 6, 5. Jesus said, when you pray, and so I will pray. Matthew 21, 13. We are a house of prayer. Acts 2, 17. The spirit of God has been poured out on me. I will prophesy. I will have visions and I will dream dreams. 1 Corinthians 14, 1, Romans 12, 6, and 1 Corinthians 14, 31. I desire to prophesy. I have faith to prophesy. And we can all prophesy. 
Well, one last thing that I want to pray into, and I begin to recognize this with those who were being impacted by this python spirit, this constricting spirit, this constrictor, this spirit of divination, is that they all had a tendency to think in very small terms. It seems like there's such a thing as python thinking. It's constricted thinking. It's restricted thinking. And it's something that needs to be broken off of all of us and 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 really get get the mind of Christ and begin to think in the large impactful terms that he intends for us to think in. And so here's here's some prayers to pray into this particular thing. Isaiah 55:8, I am invited into God's thoughts and I am invited into God's ways. 1 Corinthians 2:16, I have the mind of Christ. And then from the story of Hannah, you know, the story of Hannah, she was an intercessor. But, you know, with all of the afflictions around her, she had been reduced to tears, but she refused to be reduced. And so our confession is, I will not be reduced. I will only increase. And then Psalm 115, verse 14, the Lord will increase me more and more, me and my children. See, we have to deal not only with with. Uh, our breath and and praying and the prophetic, but we also need to deal with our thinking. The Python spirit affects all of that, and the Lord wants you to be free. And so, when I was in Perth and we did that prayer conference, we dealt with this heavily. We dealt with this so heavily, and then I walked out of this with an anointing for deliverance when it comes to the Python spirit, and I've been ministering out of it ever since. With a lot of impact. And so I wanted to leave that with you today because God is setting you free from from the spirit of Python. So you can pray, you can prophesy, you can breathe, and you can think with the largeness of God. Thank you for joining me for Take 10 with Jen. Will you do me a favor? Will you partner with me financially to get this podcast and other resources around the globe? Just go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.